Welcome. You are listening to Talking Up Eagle Mountain, where we discuss a variety of topics related to Eagle Mountain City Government, services, programs, and goals. I'm Mayor Tom Westmoreland, and I'll be your host for this episode. Today, we'll be talking about community events. We have with us uh, Don Hancock, our City Events Manager. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. And we also have uh, Susie McCorson, Events Coordinator. Thanks for having me. All right. And Jared Gray, uh, our new city council member and president of Pony Express Events. Hello, Mayor. Good to be here. And Kayla Young, Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance. Thanks for having me. All right. This is a great group. This is uh, this is a fun topic. Uh, it's really what uh, brings our city to life and uh, uh, really makes it fun a fun place to live. So let's go ahead and start out with you, Don. Can we do that? Give us. Can you give us a little bit of a uh, taste of um, you know things that are coming up, an overview of uh, your responsibilities and and what what is our events about? Yeah. Thank you, Mayor. Um, so I'm the special events manager for the city. I plan and coordinate all of our city events. And then I also help with um, special event permits for those who want to hold events within our city. Um, so if you want to hold an event in our city, you can fill out our special event permit and I can help you out with that. Um, we have an upcoming Easter egg hunt, um, followed by Pony Express Days. We have some movies in the parks, um, Halloween Town, just to name a few. You can find all of our events on our website at eaglemountaincity.com. Thank you. Uh, Don, can you tell us a little bit about the permitting process and, and maybe start out why we even have uh, event permits? Uh, what, uh, what goes into that? What, what might our listeners uh, want or need to know? Yeah, so anytime you hold an event on city property, you'll need to fill out the special event permit. Um, this is a permitting process that we go through so that we know what you're doing on city property and make sure that you have the correct permits needed. Um, sometimes, depending on size of the event, you'll need a mass gather permit, you may need temporary food handling permits, and we just want to make sure that you have everything you need to be successful for your event, and really to see if there's anything that the city can help you do to make your event successful. That's really a great point, because that's really uh, why all of us are here, is to um, help these, uh, help help our residents or possibly other entities that want to uh, have an event in Eagle Mountain, make sure that it's safe uh, and well accommodated for everyone. And so uh, a lot of different groups are going to be involved and it takes a lot of coordination because there's traffic concerns, there's law enforcement, there's safety concerns, you mentioned food handling. Uh, so there's a lot going on to make a successful event, and and um, I know all of us here today, that's that's what we're focused on is is making uh, you know doing everything we can to make these a success. Correct. All right, Susie McCorriston, do you have any uh, anything you want to add add to the discussion on events? Uh, maybe even uh, I don't. Can can you give us a, a, a little bit of uh, uh, what we might expect in this coming year, events yeah. coming up? Yeah, so we have, uh, first off, uh, most, if not all, of our city events are free. And that's one of the biggest things that we love about our job because we are able to provide these free activities for families, which we have a lot of children and families out here. And we want to provide activities that families can come to enjoy it with each other 
and be able to not have it break the bake for him. So that's such a rewarding part of the job. Wonderful. It, speaking of those yeah. rewards, uh, I'm going to put you on this both on the spot here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for doing this, but no. Does anything come to mind? What do you really love about your job? What you know? What uh, really um, adds to this for you? What What's the motivation? What's What's the return for you personally? Well, for me personally. The last two years, we've implemented a new um, event. It's called Silent Santa. And that is an event for special needs, those who have um, sensory issues. And we have just 10-minute appointments set up for families with children or adults, teenagers with sensory issues. And they're able to have a one-on-one -on -one appointment with Santa. They get some donuts and hot chocolate afterwards but it's a very calm quiet event held at city hall and the parents and family members are just so thankful and have so much gratitude because they often have never been able to take their children to see santa because it's too loud it's too chaotic their children can't can't handle it and so it's been one of the most rewarding events that i've been a part of well, thank you for sharing that, Susie, because that's a great example of, you know, when you and Don, you know, go the extra mile, put in all the time and effort, and uh, uh, certainly being able to see the impact that it makes on families here in Eagle Mountain. Uh, uh, Don, what, what do you have to add? Um, for me, my joy in this is just seeing all the kids. All the kids come to our event, they're running around, they're laughing, they're playing. They don't have a care in the world. They don't think about what's going on at home or school or, or any of that. They're just able to come and have fun. And that's really important to me to keep our events free so that they can enjoy these events. Great. Thank you. That's, that is a great point. Let's go now to uh, Kayla Young with Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance. Uh, give us a little bit of an overview, if you, if you don't mind, exactly what is Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance and how does it function? That is a great question. Um, so the Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance is the city's um, arts council, except we are privately ran and privately funded. Um, we consist of four branches that include a community theater, a symphony orchestra, a visual arts committee, and a literacy committee. And our goal is to bring the arts to Eagle Mountain, to unite people, to bring traditions that make people or that help people love living in Eagle Mountain and um, to help others be able to grow their art dreams as well. Our mission is to inspire, to educate, and to connect within the arts in Eagle Mountain. So we do that through um, rehearsals and performances, giving actors, musicians, um, artists, writers, opportunities to come together, to perform together, and then um, audience members a chance to come and um, take, uh, take in the talent and to observe what everyone has worked so hard to accomplish. And um, we also love to provide classes for the kids. Um, we love doing arts in the park, and um, that's where we do crafts and story times and sing songs and dances in the park. We are just here to better Eagle Mountain and to 
help create a sense of home here. Those are great points. I, I, I really appreciate that, that you mentioned sense of home and traditions, because really uh, we are helping to create memories, right? And, Absolutely. And, and our local culture, uh, <laughs> because, you know, especially, you know, a lot of kids are growing up here and uh, these are their memories. Uh, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we uh, definitely want those to be very positive and influential memories, and you know, attending these events. Uh, yeah, those are those are those are great points. So, so what are um, some of the uh, goals and objectives of the Arts Alliance, and and how might uh, how how might our residents be engaged with the Arts Alliance? Are there opportunities there? So first, um, we are always looking for volunteers and people to get involved. And honestly, there is an opportunity for anybody who wants to. We do so many different things. If you used to play an instrument in high school, you can dust off that instrument and come play with the symphony. Um, if you don't so much like to perform, because not everybody likes to be in the spotlight, we have... Um, a board where of people who are um, planning events, who create events, who oversee Eagle Mountain's Got Talent. We need marketing people. And the best way to find what opportunities we have is just to go to our website, eaglemountainarts.com, and or you can shoot us an email at eaglemountainarts at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. We often post um, opportunities on Facebook. We're just... Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance. Um, And our mission is just to, like I said earlier, it's to create traditions, it's to create opportunities for um, everybody. Actually, one of the reasons that um, I got involved, I actually am a founder of the Symphony Orchestra, and I got involved because I really wanted to join an orchestra, and it was in Highland. And that was the closest place for me to go to join an orchestra at the quality I wanted. So I thought, well, why would I go there? I want to do it here in my home with my neighbors and community members. So that's what we did. Now we have a symphony orchestra and we want to keep our talent and our neighbors close. And that is our purpose. Well, that's a, that's a great point because this is uh, just a, a perfect example of how we as residents can make a difference in our own community and just make it a little more richer, a little more fun to live here. So thank you, uh, Kayla. Uh, what are some of the events? Can you give us uh, some examples of some events that, uh, that are planned for this year? Absolutely. Um, we do have a lot going on. In fact, um, February 24th, or 20 through the 24th, um, the community theater is doing a play called The Importance of Being Earnest. That will be at Cedar Valley High School, and tickets will be on sale at eaglemountainarts.com. Um, on the 23rd, the symphony orchestra will be performing two concertos, and they will be featuring residents of Eagle Mountain, a pianist and two clarinet players, and that will be really cool to showcase um, the talent that is here in Eagle Mountain. And um, a great way to get involved, um, if you're a sewer, we will be partnering with the senior citizens to do a quilt show um, that will be... Um, Saturday, April 24th, 
And the cool thing about this is they will also be putting together a community quilt. So people in the community can do just one, one block of a quilt and then they can submit it and they will be quilted together to make one community quilt. And it will be a really cool experience. There will be drop boxes um, going out at the end of February or the beginning of March. So if you are a quilter, get your stuff ready, and we are so excited for that. How do you plan a community quilt? How do <laughs> <laughs> you know, my visual arts director, Liz Evans, she's awesome. She, this was all her idea, and she just is going to take the combination of everybody's blocks, put them together, and make a quilt. I'm really excited to see it in the quilt show. And then one more thing, actually, to watch out for, um, in, during the summer, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, we're really excited about this. We love this event. We love to do arts in the park. And so during the summer, every Tuesday at 1010 at Cory Ride Park, we will be doing a story time with um, music and a craft. And um, it's really fun. It's great for kids ages eight and under. And we really encourage you guys to check it out because we all feel so passionate about teaching kids arts because that's where it all starts. And we just are so excited to have that program grow this year. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us, Kayla. Let's go now to Jared Gray. How are you? Man, I'm great. Uh, it's nice to have you here and uh, engage in this subject. Uh, you've been uh, in, uh, involved with Pony Express events for a while. Yeah, quite a, quite a long time. And it's been it's been a great growing experience. It's been fun. Yeah, it, it well, it's really been fun to see it grow and develop because I know when um, when all of this first started, there were a lot of questions uh, how, how this was going to happen and and would it would it even work? And so it's been fun to see it be a success and to see it grow. Yeah, the growth is amazing. Besides last year, where most of our events that we put on saw inclement weather. Uh, we have grown by double, 50% per year, every single year since our first year. And last year, we equaled our previous year. So we have yet to go backwards. But it's been neat to watch the growth, and it's been fun to be a part of. Well, yeah, certainly uh, with um, the, the, the rodeo in particular, uh, landing, you know, always right around uh, Memorial Day, that Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Memorial Day weekend can be notorious for uh, unexpected weather. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's tough. And we've seen that uh, multiple times. But And that was an interesting thing because you, you kind of brought up the, the beginnings and, and the thoughts of, is this even possible? And uh, I've been in the rodeo business for a long time. That's kind of my uh, expertise, if you will. We do a lot of other events, but I'm not going to claim to be the expert. Um, but that's the one that I know the most about. And I know previous, uh, there had been previous analysis studies and stuff done that uh, they, uh, it was thought that this is just an impossible task. There's no way that we can make this happen. And you hear the words like, pull it off. There's just no way we can pull that off. And uh, I continue to try to convince certain people that uh, I can't give you all the information, but I tell you I can do it. And uh and I think it's the fruits have been shown that uh, with great partnerships and uh, in, of course, Bar T Rodeo, who comes out uh, and the PRCA, it is a professional event that we've been able to uh, create something that uh, is inexpensive, both for the residents and provide professional sports right here in Eagle Mountain. 
Do we, uh, I don't know, Jared, do we dare get into some history here just for context? <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to stir anything up. but no, uh, <laughs> I'll go where you go. You're the mayor, but uh, I'll just tell you that everything's worked out and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, that, that has been exciting to, you know, because a lot of people did go out on a limb. Uh, I, I think that is safe to say that, you know, that there were some risks taken in even, um, you know, taking on this endeavor. Uh, you know, some some real credibility was on the line. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and I will say, you know, to, to keep it uh, in a good light, because it is, it's turned out great. And, it, and, it, and we always knew it would be great. But there's a lot of people that worked hard to get us to where we're at today. And uh, credit to the founders and the, the ones that started it being Mayor Jackson, uh, Angie Ferry, people like that, who really put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into getting this started and, and laying the groundwork. And then for me to be able to come in and and maybe tweak some things and change some things, but uh, make sure that we could keep the tradition and keep the uh, the event affordable, if you will, and then uh, to show that, that we could really get this done. So, Yeah, to keep that culture, keep that tradition alive. But we had to grapple with some philosophical aspects and some uh, approaches. Uh, and thus, uh, that's, that's the reason. You, everyone may not understand why Pony Express events uh, what the relationship there with the city is, the same with Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance and why these organizations even exist. Because, yeah, we we wanted to uh, take uh, it, these major events and move them out from underneath uh, the city um not just management, but but um, even even city budgeting. Uh, we we wanted it to um, be self-contained, so that it wasn't simply a government-sponsored right. uh, event. And I think it's interesting that you and I can have this conversation because now, as much as I tell people I hate politics, we're politicians, right? <laughs> so both of us passionate about what we do, and especially passionate about proper roles of government understand that these are the types of things that we love for our community and we're 100% behind, but that certain things could be done outside of government and sometimes better outside of government in the private sector, cheaper and maybe less regulation or red tape if you want to go there, but uh, that, that we could still provide the same quality entertainment and for our citizens and our, our residents, yet at the same time, try to get government to to take a back seat, if you will. But having said that, we couldn't be where we wouldn't be where we're at, and couldn't do what we do without the help of the city, the staff, and uh, the the community to get us where we're at right now. And, and especially the events departments like Don and Susie and the Arts Alliance, who I've been able to work a lot with. It's been fun to create these associations and to be able to move all of Pony Express days whether it's something that our group does or that the city does or the Arts Alliance, we all have been able to work together and create these events together, no matter who's putting it on. Yeah, it really has been a great relationship, and it's really set a standard and a template, if you will, as a, as a successful model for um, uh, allowing you know, this uh, events and, 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 and things that are important to our residents to, to continue on. Uh, but uh, very much more reliant on our local talent, uh, more so than just city uh, staff. 
So yeah, it, it's, it's been a great re uh, relationship and it's been exciting to see those successes and to see it grow and to see our residents get, uh, get involved in, it, in, the, in the full spectrum of events because there's something for, for everyone. Uh, so uh, Jared, how, how can people learn more about Pony Express events, getting involved, events coming up, uh, is there a website? Yeah, I'll, the the best way and the easiest way, and I think most people these days, and I, and I swore I'd be the last person to join Facebook. They're not in here with us. They were earlier. <laughs> uh, but I joined. I'm on. I'm a Facebook member. <laughs> but uh, obviously to get information out, I know uh, the Arts Alliance has a Facebook page, and I would encourage you to like and follow. And I'm not very good at it, even though I joined. I'm not good. So whatever that means, join, follow, proceed forward. <laughs> you know how to do it. Push the button. Click like. Um, we have a, a page as well called Pony Express Events on Facebook. Uh, get on Facebook, like the page, and, and follow, and make sure you get the updates that way. All of our events are posted, and updates are posted through uh, the Facebook. And we also have PonyExpress.com uh, on the web. Uh, that's where you can buy tickets and other things for events. We have coming up, uh, not so much a public event, but it's just fun, and I want to note for those who participate, uh, March 28th is our queen contest where we'll crown our royalty that, that will help us throughout the whole year at all of our events. So this is the Pony Express royalty. Yeah, Pony Express, not city royalty. The Pony Express royalty that will—they'll uh, be at our derby, our rodeo, and all, all of the events, and also volunteer at some of the other events uh, with the rest of the groups. But and if I can just interject here, our listeners may be hearing some background noise. Uh, Eagle Mountain is a very family-friendly uh, city, <laughs> and we have. Uh, you know, some of our guests are quite young here uh, in the room uh, that uh, have have their opinions as well. So you might hear from them on occasion. So sorry, go go ahead. Yeah, no, we, we love it. Kayla always brings her kids and they're fun. So, <laughs> but uh, a little nine month old Eagle Mountain Arts Alliance baby. <laughs> future cellist, maybe. No. <laughs> so we have uh, coming up after our queen contest, of course, the first event that kicks off Pony Express Days is the rodeo. It's PRCA rodeo, Bar T Livestock. Uh, and I did mention, you know, people always ask, do you have a professional football team in Utah? Or do you have a professional? We do have a basketball team, uh, the Utah Jazz, but this is professional rodeo. These are professional athletes at the top of their game coming right here to Eagle Mountain, uh, May 22nd, 23rd, and 25th on Memorial Day. That's a great point. To those that aren't familiar with rodeo, what oh, – you know what is professional rodeo? What is uh, uh, is it NFA? Is that what it is? National? Uh, it's the NFR. The NFR is NFR. like the Super Bowl. That's yeah. the crowning okay. event where the top fifteen in each event go and compete for the the gold buckle. That's the the world champion at the end of that. So uh, those that compete here at, at the Eagle Mountain Rodeo, that's that's where they're headed. Yeah. Right? That, so we to to qualify to get to the NFR to be at the crowning event, the Super Bowl, you have to win. All year long, right? Just like the, the football or any other event. So if you win money at Eagle Mountain, and it's based on money earned. So throughout the year, how many times you've won is how much money you win. Based on money won, you will uh, the guy that wins the most money throughout the year goes to the finals. So if they win money at Eagle Mountain, that counts towards their qualifications to go to the crowning event at the end of the year. And yeah, so so these athletes, these uh, rodeo uh, participants, I mean, these are this is the real deal. This isn't 
this is an amateur rodeo. This is the real deal. This is the last year, in fact, in the team roping and the calf roping, Ren Richard, who finished at the end of the year. Uh, there's multiple different disciplines, but kind of the, the biggest one or the most prestigious is the all-around, meaning you do more than one event. Uh, Ren Richard finished, uh, I, I want to say top five. I'm not 100%. Uh, we had another Utah Cowboy that won the all-around this year, uh, Stetson Wright and the bull riding. Yeah, well, uh, the Wright family is a whole story of their yeah. own, are they not? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a, yeah, we could take a whole hour on just the Wrights, <laughs> but, but they were all here. All the Wrights were here. Uh, Ren Richard, all those top Cowboys finishing the top five in the world. Stetson was here at our rodeo last year, won the world, world champion. So we're going to see some of the best Cowboys in the world right here in Eagle Mountain. Wonderful. So, so uh, how can our residents be involved? Say someone listening says, I think this is really cool. I've always wanted to be involved uh, with uh, rodeo events. What, what can you tell them? You know, this, so that's the, the best thing. Reach out. Send us a message if you want to get involved the, uh, uh, on Pony Express events. I, I will say this is a great time to say I couldn't do this alone. Uh, I have that wonderful title of president. Uh, president will be nothing without the rest of the committee and the board. Uh, we have nine board members, and they each have a segment of of the committees that they run. They have committees under them, and they uh, they do a great job. For instance, uh, for instance, Angie Burgess is the one that's over the queen contest, and she hands, handles all the queens. Uh, Brad does all the vendors um, and, and things like that for the demolition derby, the motorcycle race, all those things. Uh, if you want to get involved in that, reach out and we'll assign you to the right committee and use some volunteers. Yeah, so Pony Express does all of the, puts on all of those events, not just the rodeo. Correct. So uh, what, what were those again? So you've got the Demolition Derby. That's always a popular Oh, man, you, and I'll, I'll say this now. Buy your tickets early. We've sold out every single year. And that's literally uh, numbered seats. It is packed and sold out usually at least two weeks before the event. Uh, and it that, is that may be our biggest event here. Yeah, as far it, as I attended, it could be. Yeah, uh, and and as far as the Derby crowds or people that know Derbies, we've had rollovers. We've had some, according to the contestants, we'll call them the drivers. They've said Eagle Mountain's one of their favorite ones. We have a fast track, some of the hardest hits, and they enjoy coming to Eagle Mountain as much as any place. Great. And the other one you mentioned was the Moto Cross. Yeah, we call it Enduro Cross. Enduro Cross. Uh, and I, and I, when you talk to me, I tell you it's one of my favorite events. Uh, you'll see more carnage at the Enduro Cross than you will the Demolition Derby. So, uh, uh, motorcycles going over obstacles, and it is absolutely a riot. Great. Are there any other events that uh, our listeners should know about? You know, one of my the most near and dear to my heart is the Mascot Miracles Foundation I got involved with quite a little while ago. And on the Saturday of the rodeo, the 20, uh, yes. this year, the 23rd, uh, we do what we call a stick horse rodeo for special needs and terminally ill children. And if you don't do anything, you come to that event, it'll change your life. It, it is absolutely a life-changing event. Uh, and, and they have their own page, uh, Mascot Miracles Foundation. Uh, you can look into that and see what they're all about. But I will just leave you on a cliffhanger, life-changing. Well, and, and that's, again, th these are some of the rewards, right? I mean, these events are very entertaining, but they impact people's lives significantly and, and make, make the world, make Eagle Mountain a better place. It really is. And when I, you know, as far as the Mascot Miracles Foundation, they're near and dear to my heart, and they do lots and lots of events that I participate in besides the, the rodeo that we help them do here. Uh, I go and support their group as well. But, you know, I didn't just say, you know, kids with special needs. These are terminally ill children that you realize they might not be here much longer. We've already lost, I think, 19, we call them heroes, 
uh, this year to cancer or other uh, disease or sickness. We've lost 19. There's over 1,000 kids that are in the foundation statewide. Uh, it's not just Eagle Mountain, but we've had, I know of at least five Eagle Mountain families that are involved with Mascot Miracles that have come to, to, different, to all their different events. But these are children that, that are really going, and families, I'll say, they're going through some really tough times, and, and it's, it's amazing, life-changing. Well, you know, we're bound to see uh, struggles and trials, but when we can come together as a community and make life a little bit better, uh, that's, that's worthwhile. Uh, where, um, for those that don't know, Jared, can you tell them where uh, the rodeo grounds are and how to get there? Yeah, it's out in City Center. Uh, it's right by, it's on Memorial Park is, uh, is the general area. Uh, there's the cemetery uh, right off Eagle Mountain Boulevard. Uh, if you go to Facebook, it's in that area. But the address is 4447 Major Street. Uh, it's kind of south Eagle Mountain. Um, next to the skate park. It's, uh, it's a regional park area. and Lots of stuff going on there all the time. Great, wonderful. Well, thank you all for being here. Uh, any, anything, uh, does anybody want to add anything at this point? We're getting, getting close on time, and it's, time has gone by really fast on this subject. But uh, uh, what, what can you add, Don? Uh, Mayor, I'd like to add, if you want to get involved, we have a great opportunity coming up with our annual community cleanup. Um, it's an event where we, as a city, come together and all of our residents go out on assigned projects and just clean the city up. It's a great way to get involved. It's a great way to serve your community. Um, bring the kids. We provide lunch. Come on out. It's April 18th. It'll be a great time and a great opportunity for the residents. Wonderful. Well, thank you all for being here. And we want to thank our listeners for tuning in again. We want to thank our producer, Linda Peterson, uh, for her work. And if uh, just a reminder, uh, if uh, you have any subject matter you would like us to cover in a podcast, please let us know and uh, remind your uh, friends and neighbors uh, that we do these podcasts. They're a convenient way to learn a little bit more about what goes on in our, in our city. So again, thank you for listening. This uh, has been Talking Up Eagle Mountain. Thank you. Hello, Evan here. If you would like to suggest a topic for a future episode of the podcast, you can send an email to info at emcity.org or send a text message to 801-358-1175. That's 801-358-1175.